telegraph too disagreeable either. Though it was so grainy, it was hard to tell much about the wife-seeking man's appearance. She could only see that Mr. Lindsay was tall. He and Sarah had that in common, and had a dark and unfortunately bushy mustache. Every time Sarah began to imagine meeting Mr. Lindsay, much less marrying him, her stomach lurched. My heart belongs to James and no one else, her irrational mind insisted, despite the fact that James had been dead for five years. Perhaps the bloom had fallen from Sarah's rose now, but once she had been young, lovely, and in love. For five years she had been Mrs. James Malfer, two of them utter bliss. But then he'd been called to fight for the Union and had been killed just as the war was reaching its end. A loud cough in the doorway startled Sarah out of her reverie. Her father stooped over his cane, coughing loudly into a handkerchief. When he removed the handkerchief, it was stained red with blood. "'What are you girls up to?' he asked, stooping to give Lizzie a kiss on the cheek. She was easily his favorite, but Sarah had never blamed him. Lizzie was everyone's favorite. "'Nothing, Papa,' Sarah replied. "'Now go and get some rest.' He blew kisses to the rest of the girls and shuffled off to bed. Sarah shook her head quickly to herself. She had to remember why she was doing this, why they all were. Once, Sarah's mother and father had made fine livings respectively as the finest seamstress and shoemaker in Binghamton. But a few years back, Ada's vision had become so bad that she could no longer sew. Now Joseph had been diagnosed with consumption and could barely stand, much less breathe in the dry air of his workshop and continue working. Now it was up to Sarah and her sisters to provide money for their families, and more than the pennies Sarah had brought home from her job at the Transcontinental Railroad, or the slightly bigger pile of pennies Margaret made as a governess. Sarah carefully tore Mr. Lindsay's ad out of the paper and gathered it up along with a blue dress photograph. Well then, I'm off to write my reply. She received hugs and kisses from each sister in turn, even grumpy Anne. Lizzie hugged her last. He'll love you the moment he sees that picture, she whispered in Sarah's ear. Off with you before I start trying to convince you to respond in my place again, Sarah growled at her. Once she was seated at the desk in her bedroom, she set the ad and photograph aside, pulled out a fresh sheet of stationery, and dipped her quill into a jar of black ink. June 10th, 1870. Dear Mr. Lindsay, I was pleased to find your ad in the matrimonial news. You said you were looking for a calm and good-natured woman from the East to help you build your home and hearth out West, and I believe I fulfill those qualifications with room to spare. I am a 26-year-old widow and the eldest daughter of the Perry family, a family in good standing of Binghamton, New York. I work part-time for the Transcontinental Railroad and enjoy baking, sewing, and spending time with my parents and younger sisters. I've enclosed a photograph. If you are still searching, I would love to hear from you. Sincerely, Mrs. Sarah Malfer. Reading over the letter, Sarah's stomach twisted at the still unfamiliar word, widow. But she had to include that detail, didn't she? Otherwise, he'd wonder what was wrong with her. She reconsidered mentioning her job with the railroad. Perhaps Mr. Lindsay wouldn't approve, as well as even her very innocent use of the word love. But in the end, she copied down Mr. Lindsay's address, stuffed the letter, ad, and photograph into an envelope, filled out the addresses accordingly, and slipped the envelope into the mailbox outside. As Sarah walked back into the house, that tiny, irrational voice popped up in her head again. What would James say? The voice accused. Mr. Lindsay probably won't even respond, Sarah told herself. After all, the ad had been placed over a month ago, and it would take that long for her reply to reach this homesteader. 
The image of James flashed through her mind. His bright green eyes, muscular build, strong jaw, and the red-brown hair she'd never been able to stop running her fingers through.